That's what we do. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How is your day going? My day is, is going pretty damn well. Gushka, how's your day going? Oh, you pronounced that name totally um, interestingly. Was it wrong? Was it wrong? Gushka. Gushka. The lady's name is Ushka. My name is Joey V. Uh, don't pay attention to me. I'm all over the place today. Uh, I am the owner of Blind Knowledge. Check out Blind Knowledge. It is the spot. That is hot. We got 23 active podcasts, over 100,000 reach on Twitter. Amazing stuff. Uh, if you're interested in content creation, if you're interested in, I don't know, podcasting, hit us up at blindknowledge.com. We also offer services, and now we sell t-shirts for a effing cool. And my guest here is not in the United States of America. She is in Slovenia? Yes, that is exactly right. Which is pretty badass if you ask me. Uh, yeah, until you visit the country and see that there's nothing here. There's nothing there. You're there. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, for some reason, the Japanese people are really excited when they see the city. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. The rest of the people are... Well, maybe they're just not honest. Because the rest of the foreign <laughs> population is like, dude, there's nothing to do here. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's a perfect place to retire. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Just just off the cuff. Like, what do you do? What's your, what's your, what's your motivating goal? What's good in your life? It's like, you know, I, I think because I'm not like no one knows me. Do you think they give a fuck? I mean, I'm going to say it anyway, but I think they might. I think they might. I okay. think they might be like, who's this blonde angel from Slovenia okay. right here? Yeah, I don't think anyone is saying that, dude. Uh, maybe but not. so um, I uh, what do I? OK, so uh, I'm a real estate agent. And. I also have a podcast and I'm going to be on your on. Well, I'm going to join the team soon, probably. Yes. Right. Yep. You're yeah. coming on to blind knowledge, coming on to the label. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. You know, I am a weird person. I have I would I wouldn't necessarily say weird hobbies, but like I, I fly a plane and I shoot. Um, I like guns and I do martial arts. Really? And <laughs> yeah. And I like to travel <laughs> to um dangerous cities basically like you, you know how i choose like the city that i'm gonna travel in uh, i google it? i google places not to visit and then i choose from the list and i'm I, serious see i don't have the balls to do that how, how do you work up the the chutzpah to even do that i i would say it's a lack of i need constant stimulation in my life you you know i'm, I'm one of those you know mm. those, those, those people that you do something for a while and it becomes boring and you're just looking for the next one, say like the next hit, you know, the next, like, wow, that's that. Yeah. That would be a huge adrenaline pump. So huh. I'm one of those, you know, uh, Jordan Belford was actually one of those as well. Like the real person, not the one played in the Wolf of Wall Street, but the yeah, real yeah. one. The Wolf, the actual Wolf the of wolf. Wall Street. Yeah. The actual yeah. one. Yeah. He was like that. So are you like that? You're not like that. Um, it depends. Like I do like to do things off the cuff. I like to travel when I can. Um, okay. I'm not like a big, you know, fly a plane, shoot a gun kind of dude. I'm more of like, you know, play football, um, uh, and like just hang out with the boys and, uh, and, and the women, of course. 
Um, but no, I'm more of a homebody. I kind of just uh, stay safe and sound in my area for sure. <laughs> but maybe it. that'll change. Maybe maybe that's on me. Maybe I need to like get out of my own my own mm, shell. No, you know? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think a lot of people think that. Like I need some excitement in my life, but yeah, maybe, but tone it down because some people are like cats, you know, like the cat is totally happy in the apartment and they don't like it when you bring them outside of their home, right? They get anxious and stuff. So That's maybe I, I would, yeah, I would be very careful if you are that type of person. You don't well, have to spice something up. Just I mean, I'll say this. It up. I'll say this. I mean, I moved my ass 2,500 miles away from everything I know. Um, hmm. I'm in a whole different state and a whole different area doing a whole different thing. Um, so I found some balls there to do that. Um, you know, just over the years, like I'm 37 now. I'm, I'm not as like uh instinctual uh not instinctual but i'm not as like ready to go jump and go do something mm -hmm. um i'm more ready to like break up my guitar and write a song or record a promo or like i'm very fixated on this this work this gig this blind knowledge thing of making it happen and making it work and i'm basically a workaholic at this point but what i've learned is that you got to leave your apartment at least once a day uh, you got to get away from the screen at least a few hours a day <laughs> because you will become the computer. You will become your ass will be so flat. You won't be able to move. And like you will literally just like it's not healthy. And this is stuff I've learned over the last two years because I I zone the fuck in like I am in. And I don't know if it's because I have like this IQ of like a zillion, which I probably don't, but it is a high IQ. But I don't I don't know if it's my education. I don't know if it's just the, the chip on my shoulder that is on fire. You know, I don't know what it is. I just have this no quit, no bullshit attitude that I'm, and I just want to see blind knowledge succeed for myself and everybody. Hmm. Do you ever feel uh, burned out, like overworked? Yeah, usually about every two weeks. Yeah. Ooh, see, that's not helpful. There's this <laughs> thing terrible. called there's this thing called toxic productivity, and real. it's it is real. It you know your body keeps the score, and then after a while, it comes back. You know, like a boomerang. It has like a vodka type of effect. You know, it gets you. And yeah. you know, I, I used to be like. Um, a little while ago, I used to be like a go-getter, you know, every day is, is you go to war every day, you know? Yeah, 100%. To, yeah, 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 I used yeah. to listen to Tony Robbins, you know, and, and people like that. And, but then, you know, I, when I was listening to Tony Robbins and he's literally screaming at you, do it, you know, even if you're tired, do it, do it. And I yeah. asked myself, does that sound healthy? It does not it's sound not. healthy. And I've been burned out before. I'm actually a little bit burned out now. Like I'm at the limit. So tomorrow yeah. or t day after, I'm going to just take a day off, you know, because what the fuck? And I lose my creativity when I'm burned out, when there's all this stuff happening. I'm not, you know, having a rest and not working is sometimes a very good business decision. I'm right? learning that. I'm learning yeah. that, that like, you know, it's like, okay, full stop. Yeah. Everything stop everything stops. I'm going to the beach. I'm I'm gonna i I'm gonna use my right brain and go play my guitar or just chill 
and just like not be so hi-fi with like the phone and the computer and like just the madness the like the emails like because this gig it doesn't stop it doesn't stop you go from social media doing podcasts to doing Mm -hmm. recruiting emails to doing recruiting zooms to having people hit you up and then you got to figure out if there's scams or not um and then you're making up lists of of topics that you got to come up with and i have a whiteboard full of things that i got to get done the thing is is like i'm an entrepreneur and i don't have i have a team and in blind knowledge that does their own thing right now we don't have any actual employees just yet and hopefully that's going to change over time um and i think it will change once we start having you know, people like yourself on people with higher numbers, with more downloads, people that are really into this shit that really want to succeed and really want to see it as a side hustle, want to monetize yeah. their stuff. Yeah. Um, I think with more of that kind of approach, we're going to be able to sell some ads. We're going to get some really cool opportunities funding wise, and I'll be able to actually maybe take a vacation, which would be pretty damn cool. And maybe we can all kind of meet somewhere in like the middle we can meet in like aruba or something like that yeah uh, i'll probably be in lagos or something like that you know i'll be in some some okay. fucking we'll go there. or something like that we'll you know? oh hey there. hey if you want to i'm gonna be waiting see for you me know, it's, yeah i'm down i'm down for that for sure I, I i and i feel you with the entrepreneurship i've never had I, i've never worked a nine-to-five job i've never i don't have a working day in my life i've always been something outside of the box you know and it's it's tough you know it's because a lot of people need that safety you know they they need to know that the money is going to be there next month it's a scary fucking thing yeah it's not and and and, and they don't care how things get done just show me what to do i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna do it and sometimes i'm gonna have fun doing it now it's gonna be you who tells me when to do it and how long but Nevertheless, I don't have any responsibilities because that's on your shoulders. I've always valued freedom more than safety, always. And I've learned how to live in this era of uncertainty, not know what's going to happen. Am I going to get a client? You know, am I, is that going to work out? Like, what's it going to be? You know, and I have to, you have to train your mind to live in this situation. And I personally... You yeah, have to be ahead. someone who's okay with chaos, basically. Yeah, no, and I live in chaos. I always have, which is fine. It's controlled chaos, is what I yeah, I consider it. Right. How do you right. how do you deal with that? Where it's like, all right, you didn't sell a house yet. You have the leads coming, but you don't know if you're gonna get that the sale, and you don't know if the leads are gonna come through, and you don't know what's gonna happen. Like, how how do you do you freak? You ever freak out? I don't freak out because I'm the type of person who, because like, like I've lost everything before, right? Like I'm only 28, but I feel like I've been through so much, you know, I, I, I've been through like oh, every type of issue you can think of. I've been, I've bankrupted a company. I've been like, I, I've did so much, man. And up until this point, I feel like, I feel like, um, interesting. <laughs> I feel like Thank there's you, Amy. nothing there's nothing that would necessarily surprise me anymore cuz I know what it's like to have everything and then in 2 days have nothing, right? So, wow. I don't really think about it and I'll tell you what helps, really. And to any entrepreneur out there, what helps is at the end of the day, you ask yourself, 
did I do everything that I could to run this business and to like, am I trying? Did I try hard enough? If mm. the answer is yes, the rest of it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Trust me, it does not matter. You did enough and that's what you could do. And that's it. And that's done. Finish the story. It is what it is. It is right? what it is. Sure. And if the answer is no, then you can work on that. Right. And it's easier to work on that because it's, it's a lot, it's a lot simpler when something is wrong, but you could fix it. Right. If something's mm. wrong, but you cannot fix it. Now you have a problem. Right. Yeah. So ask yourself that. Right. And you know, it, it, I, I did everything I could. I, I did, I, I made cold calls. I don't know, fucking door knocking, you know, I, I worked hard. I, I did all that stuff. I did it. Like, you got out of bed. My part is done. You know, like <laughs> that, you know, cause yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to have a deal with the universe universe. I did my part, you know, do it. That's fair. And sometimes me and the universe, we butt heads and sometimes we flow and we, we vibe. And, and sometimes I, I want to push it. I want to push the universe yeah. with me and it yeah. ride it like a horse and it doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. work like that. If anything, I'm the tiger and the, the universe is just the jungle, you know, yeah. and the jungle yeah. makes the its own rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're just trying to survive in this jungle. Um, it's great to hear that you say that. It's good to hear that perspective. Um, even from someone that's fucking 5,000 miles away. Um, that we experience the same things, the same stressors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, I really connect with people who are entrepreneurs. I really do. I feel like we're on, I don't know, we have, maybe we're crazy a little bit, you know? Oh, you got to be a little tapped to do it. I mean, for me, like I worked uh, for seven years, I worked at a very large insurance company. I had an eight to 430. I have a pension. Mm. I had a 401k. I had five yeah. weeks vacation. I had everything was just all I had to do was show up and be on time. And that's all I had to do. And it was the worst fucking experience of my life. And all I wanted to do was anything else. And I wanted to do something worthwhile. And I wanted to do, yeah. and, and that's why I ended up here, is I wanted to make some kind of difference, maybe not in the world, but just at least in my own life, where it was beneficial. And I felt like I was doing something positive for, for myself and like for the community you know, and for others and like using my talents in an artistic way rather than being just another number in a cube. Right. Right. Also the goal is at some point to only be doing what you really, really love to do. Right. right. I think like if you have every, anything in your head, that should be your goal. And that's and where I'm at, dude, is, is that's what I'm doing yeah. every single day is, yeah. is, is doing that and, and trying to survive to the next day so I can continue doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's valleys and there's crazy mountains and there's, there's roller coaster rides on this ride. Um, and it's fucking awesome. And I don't know what else I would do without it. It took me, it took a lot of guts for me to do this. Um, in the first place to say, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to go for it and just like learn as I go and take my experiences and just trust myself and trust the universe and, and trust others. Mm -hmm. And yeah. even with all the mistakes that I've made, cause I've made a lot of them, um, we're still here. We're still doing the damn thing. Blind knowledge is, is still 
pumping and we're, we're getting better and better. And now you're joining, which is fucking awesome. I'm pumped. I, I can't tell you how, how excited I am because your content is edgy. It is. It is because, yeah. you know, and most of my audience is from the United States. Some of it is from Canada. I don't have any Slovenian listeners, I don't think. I don't think a lot of people even know I have a podcast. You know, We're so, going to have to change that. We're going to have to market to the home, to the home crowd <laughs> no, a little bit. No, no, dude. Uh, they don't even care, man. Besides, I don't, I don't even have any friends, you know, so nobody's going to check it out anyway. All my but, friends are on digital cameras right now anyway. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm I'm really weird. I'm the type that like uh, you're not alone. You're not are you alone. one of those people are you also one of those people that like goes to movies alone? I do that. I did that once. Okay. I did that once and I it was awesome, actually. Once I once I went up and did it, I I was cool with it. You know, I yeah. didn't really mind. I was something I never would have done when I was younger. Like I'm a very social butterfly. Like I like to hang out with people in person. I like human contact and I, mm -hmm. I do better that way. Um, and now in 2023, like the new way to communicate with everyone is, is video chat and like Bego and, and TikTok and everything's on phones. And there's not a lot of that human one-to-one -one contact where you look at a person in the eyes. Mm, um, yeah. And you have that vibe, and you can, yeah. I mean, you can smell a girl's pheromones. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's not a lot of that right now. Um, so I kind of struggle with that a little, but I hide it. I think I, I try to hide it very well because it's like, well, if this is the way it is, then this is what we're going to do, and we're just going to ride with it. And, you know, sometimes I wish I was like 22 again at this point in my life with this new technology and all this podcasting stuff because when i was 22 i was on internet radio and i was doing college radio and i was in bands and like then i stopped all that stuff for like 10 years that's interesting when, yeah that's kind of the biggest reason once i got my mind straight and my my life straightened out and figured out that i i'm not a cube kind of person you know, and I saved up a little bit of money um, just to, just so I have a net. You know what I mean? Because so I'm, I'm bootstrapping this project, basically. Uh, yeah, and by the way, funders, yeah. uh, VC capitalist, uh, definitely hit us up at blindknowledge.com if you want to get in on the investment game. Um, but yeah, no, uh, just going for it and just saying, screw it, because if it doesn't work, even if I go bankrupt and if it doesn't work out, at least I fucking tried. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. at least I fucking yeah. gave it a go at the yeah. end of the day. Like I've been in situations where honestly, like I, I shouldn't have been in those situations. Like I shouldn't have been in jobs like that. I hated or, 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 you know, waking up every morning, having to go to work where you just fucking hate it. It's this like, is, Actually, this is something I, this is my worst nightmare, you know, being in this rat race. They call it a rat race, right? It is, exactly. You go up, you know, you, you, you wake up and you work all day and then you get home and you have dinner and then you're, you go to bed and it's off to work again tomorrow. Yeah. And then all you do is, you know, you live for that one week uh, every six months where you can take a vacay. Right. right. And 
Yeah, you end up drinking is, yourself to fucking sleep is what and happens. And that also. Yeah, exactly. So that's you know? not, no, no. And, you know, I've, and, and now I'm, I'm making good money. You know, I, this month actually made 11K, 11 grand. It's not bad money at all, Ooh. but it's better when you have that money in your bank, you know, and oh, I also yeah. have a trading account and I have someone who trades for me. Right. Good. So yeah. when you You're have some passive income, and of course the goal is to have as much of that so that I don't have to work ever again. Right. Like of course. That, that's the dream, but that's all of our dreams and goals. Yeah. That's the dream. But also I, I I'm, I'm more happy when I have money <laughs> you know? and sure. I'm more friendly with people. Same. You know? Because you don't have that anxiety in you. It's not, you know. It's a bad place to be. It's a bad place to be when your bank account is negative and you're not sure where the hell it's going to come from. And I was there last year and it's like, holy shit. And somehow, thank whoever above that's looking down on me, you know, I kind of scrap through it. I, I find ways you know, yeah. I, I swear, like, maybe it's just the way I grew up. Maybe it's the family. Maybe it's the education. Maybe it's just the chip on my shoulder that's really on fire um, that says, Joe, don't ever quit. Don't ever listen to anybody. I was listening to the, some advice from my aunt. She's not doing so well. Um, and mm-hmm. great aunt. And she told me this. she said, Joe, don't listen to anybody but yourself and God. That's it. That's Trust the yourself. best advice ever. The trust best yourself ever. and trust yeah. God. Don't listen yeah. to anybody else at this point in your life. Go for it. You're a huge shoes. Like you're intelligent. You're smart. Like giving me some really good feedback. Cause I'm, I can be kind of a hard on myself. Very, you know, I'm my own worst critic. I, I, I get in my own way. Um, and if I don't have people around me to give me that positive jump, then I kind of sink if that makes sense. Yeah. But that's when she told me that I was like, you know what? fuck it she's right (laughs) she's right she's right because there's no one else to listen to there there isn't you know i'll i'll follow the laws and the terms and agreements and all that bullshit and the legal stuff and the laws and 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 you know and i'll listen to people's opinions but at the end of the day i'm gonna make my own way yeah yeah that's why it's important to have a morning routine you know i actually pray every morning you pray every morning really yeah i meditate and then i pray and i mean a prayer is not cliche you know it's just me talking to the universe you're talking to the universe absolutely whatever it is that you believe in absolutely absolutely. yeah Yeah. i mean i'm a theist uh what a theist is 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 there's an atheist who doesn't believe in anything but a theist is someone who believes in something in universe yeah there you go the universe in spirits in in afterlife and whatever it may in you know the vibe whatever it may be believe in something there's something going on that's way over ahead of me it's like the jungle uh, metaphor um yeah that's but that's pretty cool so so you wake up and you pray and you meditate so that's how you start your your day like on a zen kind of kind of exactly and meditation actually after a while of doing that, I noticed that the meditation lasts through the whole day because my really? whole time, yes, I'm in a calm state. It's almost as if 
things that are happening, I kind of see it from like a third person. You know what I mean? When you sure. kind of zone out and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you see it from I'm the at a outside. meeting. Okay, yeah. And you notice some things and you're very creative and your breathing is slower. And number one way to check how anxious or calm someone is, is watch them eat. Watch how they eat. How so? The faster they eat, the more anxious of a person they are. As I started doing that, I started wow. eating very slow. I'm going to slow very, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can t I tend to be a bit anxious sometimes because when things pump up, I'm always like, all right, I got to go faster. I got to go more. I got to go, like, I got to go, go, go uh, to the point where I'm drinking caffeine and I'm taking Adderall and I'm fucking, I'm going and I'm going. It's just crazy. Mm. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm slow. I got to, you're right. You know, um, and I'm glad we had this conversation because I used to be so much more zenny. I used mm. to just like smoke blunts and just be chill and just like go to the beach. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Not that yes. substances really matter, but, yeah. you know, I used to be a little more in tune. And right now in my life, to be honest, I am, I don't know. I don't know if I'm scared. I don't know if I'm like fucking pissed. I don't know if I'm just like uh, comatose almost. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm just go, go, go. I have to figure everything out in the world, in my yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, God help us all. <laughs> kind of a thing. lot of, and a lot of people are like that, especially the entrepreneurs. Uh, it's hard to let things go. No, it is because you want to have them under control. Yeah. And I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, not, that doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. No. You know nope. what always helps me? Women. Oh yeah. Women. The advice of women. Yeah. Because I think it's, I don't know why, I think it's maybe because I went to an all-boys school, or maybe it's just because my mom is, is a rock star. I don't know what it is. Um, she's always had my back. She's always in my corner. And she's a badass woman. Uh, shout out how to Mumsy B. How much time do you spend with her? Uh, she lives 2,500 miles away. Um, she was down here for a few weeks, so I got to see her a bunch, which was great. It was like some of the best parts of my day. I would leave this madness, mm -hmm. <laughs> my computer and my green screen and my cell phone and my emails and all the shit, and, um, which I love, but it's madness. And I would just go and hang with her and smoke some cigarettes or just uh, we would drink some mm. waters or go for a walk or we would just talk, and she gets me. You know, and like I would be able to breathe. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I actually I schedule every Sunday for family only. Oh, we're gonna have more views. Just share it to your Facebook or yeah, I'll share it out. Thank you, you, Maestro. Thank you so um, much. I you know, I schedule my time with my family. Sundays are family only. That's Sunday like that's the day. new thing that I implemented. Family only, don't bother me fuck you and i have <laughs> I sunday really sunday lunch it it really you know when you sit down with your family and by family i mean my stepdad and my mother because those are the only two people i have but hey, anyway family, hey, family. It, it counts you know it counts um sure you sit down and you talk and 
and you watch a movie together and you go for a walk, like that's Sunday. Why you have to have, because I used to have the mentality, okay, but Sunday, okay, if I work every Sunday, that's 600 hours per year that I can work. That's going to add in some, some results, right? No. You know what? No. Sundays are off. You need that Sundays are off, You know, we used to have that in my family, too, when I was growing up. With Sundays, it was family day. We would all go to, like, my grandfather's house where the pool was. And, like, my aunts and uncles would come in and out. And there would just be a big Irish family. You know, aunts and uncles. I got seven aunts and and uncles, 12 cousins. Like, there's a lot of us. And and we would all just kind of vibe, like... We would read magazines and just talk and watch the baseball game and just like very chill stuff, very low key, lo fi, you know, no stress, a lot of laughing, you know, just like loving kind of atmosphere where it's like a, it's almost like a recharge. It is a recharge. That's why I said it's a very good business decision. Sometimes I I practice this thing called intentional laziness. So what I would do is, you know, every once in a while, I will, well, pretty, pretty often now, but it's interesting because now I do it more often and I'm just productive as I was before. But anyway, um, intentional laziness. So what I will do is I will let everything go and I will watch TV series. Like for maybe like three hours. It's so you know? hard. It's so have hard a popcorn, to do that. <laughs> have a popcorn man, meditate, watch TV series, have lunch, go for a walk. It is what it is. And you put your phone on off. Whatever it is, it can wait. You know, now you don't do that every day, right? Yeah, yeah. And and, and you couldn't because you would get crazy doing that anyway. But, yeah. you know, quite often I do it and it works. And I do everything that I plan on doing. Plus, I have more energy because I'm happier, you know, because I have life. Yeah, so you find that that helps your day-to-day. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm I'm way more creative, way more energized when I get back. It's It's a recharging practice, you know, you need it. Yeah, no, definitely, and I'm learning that too. Like, I'm really close to the beach, so now I'm going to the beach and I just walk. Yeah. I do a lot of walking now because uh, when I started this thing two years ago, there was points where like I was so into it and doing everything so fast. Like I would work for days and days and days and like not sleep, not eat, not talk to anyone out loud. Like there would be there would be problems in, that I have to solve in my own head. And I'm like trying to write things down places and like led to a fucking nervous breakdown. And I was like, mm-hmm. I totally, totally shut down and just like, I was, I burnt out for like a month or two, I think. And like, yeah. like saw a therapist mm-hmm. and like, was like, yeah. what the hell is going on with me? Yeah. You know, um, uh, after and a I while, learned, but I learned that, that, that you got to have these healthy habits. You have to. Absolutely. After a while, if, if you're not paying attention to what you should be doing, the body just takes it, you know? After a while, like my, it forces my body just, you. My body just eventually it will shut. It does shut down. Yeah, I just hit yeah. my bed and I'm. I've slept. I slept for three days at one point, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. I woke up and this is recently. I woke up and it was. I think I went to bed on a Sunday and I woke up on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. <laughs> Whoa! I, I swear to God, Whoa. yeah, I know. Wow. I was like, what the. Fuck? Like, and whoa. I think 
And, and also, like that's that a major the shit out of me. <laughs> I think that's a major burnout. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people have these mini burnouts where they're not feeling okay, but they're not really sure what it is, you know, because they don't right. they don't necessarily think they overworked themselves, right? But I think that the definition of a burnout, like how to know if you overworked, is if you feel the same the next day. Because let's say you worked hard the whole day and you feel tired, right? And you go to bed and you sleep and then you wake up and you're energized again, you know? Yeah. You're not outworking yourself. Right. You're fine. You're fine. And we have different tolerances, right? But if you wake up and you, and still that feeling is there, that's how you need to know. You need to slow the fuck down. Okay, let's let's restart. Okay, it's exhaustion. You need yeah. to charge your car so that it can continue. You're right. No? You're absolutely right because if you don't charge the car, if you don't charge the body, the yeah. body breaks down. And it's like yeah. my body, um, my body broke down hard last summer where I literally sought help, uh, like in a mental health wise. I was like, something's wrong, something's off here. Mm -hmm. Like, I was all fucked mm -hmm. up. Uh, and thank God I did that. And don't ever be ashamed, anyone out there, for doing that. I'll tell you all about it sometime on my show. Um, it's it's a hoot, uh, and you know it's it's my it was my own fault. It was self driven because I didn't know when to stop. I still don't sometimes. I don't know when to just give up or just not give up, but just like take my foot off the gas. Like, but before, like a year ago, I didn't know when to stop. Like I thought this was like like school almost where you just kind of keep going with it it's pretty chill now this business stuff man it's it's wild it's something i've always wanted to do i had lemonade stands as a kid i sold pixie sticks at school you know um mm. i've flipped uh uh patriots tickets I've, I've done all that kind of stuff you know when you when you get into your own thing and your name is on the llc and your name is on the bank account and the credit line and like it's like fuck it's like you you feel alone sometimes yeah. you, you mm -hmm. feel like you ha i have all these people that i'm connected to these networked mm -hmm. opportunities blind knowledge everyone's so great but sometimes i feel like so alone dude yes i feel you man i feel you i think it um it would make sense to for any entrepreneur to bring in more intentional loneliness and intentional loneliness what the fuck <laughs> intentional <laughs> boredom no intentional laziness intentional there laziness yeah yes i love be, that i want that be, on a bumper sticker be bored every now and then be intentionally lazy like put laziness in your damn schedule and then do that for like a couple of months and then check um, the measured productivity, whether that's money, income, I don't know, whatever the hell it is, you know, products sold, products produced, whatever, and yeah. then compare it to where you had no time off. Well, I'm learning. And what I happens. promise you, yeah, you're gonna be so surprised that the productivity is the same. The thing, or it's actually, you know, it's probably not or even better. the same. Or yeah, better. it's probably better because. I'm learning that like you, you go and you go and you're doing your thing and things are good. And eventually 
something's kind of not so good. You yeah. make a mistake mm -hmm. or you're just kind of your mood changes because things are getting very stressful. Your body is getting tight. You know, yeah. you're not really uh, on point like you are. Like that's when I realized, okay, I got to stretch. I got to go to the beach. I got to go for a ride. I got to go scream in my car with the windows up, you know, or I got to call my mom or like something just i gotta switch it up basically yeah, yeah. you know i'll take my guitar and jam out you know or just switch it up because it's not like i'm roofing it's not like i'm doing physical activity or but you know sitting sedentary at computers it's a trip <laughs> like my back does not like it and i need to i need to keep moving around physically Mm -hmm. You know, what it, I mean? and it also, but it does, it, it drains a lot of energy out of you because if you do, yeah. let's, let, let's say you're just sitting and thinking about nothing, but then you are doing some actual work. Maybe you're writing or writing an exam or something like that. You're going to get hungry doing the mental work quicker than if you're just sitting and physically you're doing the same thing. You're sitting. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, it's wild. Um, it's almost like when you're sitting sedentary energy gets stuck in me. I feel like it gets like lactic acid. They say it gets stuck in your back. And um, yeah, so I do these stretches. I do yoga stretches. Um, what I should do is get back into cardio. I'm not 300 pounds anymore, which is good. I'm way under that. Well, that's uh, good. I, I got wicked heavy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm eating better. I'm like I said, I'm always getting outside and I'm down in Florida and it's a thousand degrees. So you go out there, you're sweating off everything, which is great. Um, but it's it's when it's when I go go go, I realize that like my, even my my metabolism is different. Like even wow. like using the bathroom is different. It's like different. It's like not as often. If that, I don't want to get gross, but like it's like you, my body it changes. I don't know hmm. if it's due to the stress. I don't know if it's. Hmm. I I think it's just me not taking care of myself correctly at that. Yep. Point. And, yep. and and not and not even thinking to take care of myself, not even thinking mm -hmm. to take my multivitamin, not even thinking to, um, you know, to eat sometimes to have to eat like a a real like a real meal, you know, not like a grab and go. Yeah. So all those things are important. And if anyone out there is an entrepreneur or is anyone out there is has any similarities with anything that I'm talking about, just. I'm, I've been where you are and you probably are where I've been and you're not alone. Uh, come hang out with us at Blind Knowledge. Join us in the chat. Uh, this pretty blonde chick is going to be on. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's a joke. Uh, but, oh, okay. Okay. She's not pretty. Anyway, this girl is going to be where? No, uh, she's uh, she is hectic. She's going to be on Blind Knowledge with us and we're going to be knocking it um, until the end of time. Hopefully, until yeah, we get decided huge. to join a team. So we have actually, and you know, joining a team is a good thing. I think it really is. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have also, so many topics. Yeah, what, what's up? Just just pick some out. It doesn't matter. As a real estate agent, now that I started, I'm really, I'm really, really happy I joined a team because as like as a real estate agent in in this city, I don't think, I mean, it's, it's harder to do it alone than with a team, you know, they give you the knowledge, they give you everything, you know, so it's joining a team is good. Yeah. I agree. I used to be a baseball coach. I used to play baseball. I'm big on teams. Um, I've always found that, you know, having people in the, around you is better than not. 
Um, yeah. And especially in this game, there's three point something million podcasts out there. You know, if you get Whoa. like 2,000 or 3,000 listens, you're in the top one or two percent. And um, there's like this margin where it's like most are shit. <laughs> that's yeah that that's the know? burrito distribution you know it's like that with everything yeah and it's know? i think a lot of it comes to, in podcasting i think the way to get ahead or the way to actually stand out is to have good sound quality first mm-hmm. of all good sound quality mm-hmm. number two have good video quality if you have a video camera but number three be organized with your sequences and your show you know i don't think that everyone maybe there are 40 people that want to hear someone diatribe for two hours about star trek and that's cool but i don't think 400 people want to hear that and for me like i'm thinking about numbers where it's like i want 4,000. i mean the blind knowledge podcast we just got 8,000 downloads last month knock on wood i have no idea how the hell that happened but thank you so much to everyone for that that's crazy i had no idea that anyone was even listening um, and now it's like, holy shit, I got to really step my game up. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of vindication in a way. It's like, you know what? That's the, that's the fuck you to whoever said that I was fake or cocky or whoever said that they were going to, that I was bullshit. Like people send some really rude, nasty messages. Um, and it's like, you listen to that shit, it'll take you down. Because what do you do with those messages? Do you reply at all? Do you ignore? What's your what's your uh, strategy? Um, <laughs> depends. <laughs> I usually just ignore. Yeah, oh, okay. I usually just ignore if um, if I really want to know. I usually just ignore, um, and sometimes I take it to heart. Um, and it, which is the worst thing I can do because fuck them. You know, all I have to listen to myself is God, it, myself and God. I got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, um, it's just vindication to see the numbers. It's vindication to see blind knowledge still a thing after two years, after this madness that it's, it's been, cause it's been up and down and we've had, I mean, we've had, uh, so many podcasts come and go and, um now it finally feels like we have a lot of good talent and like you know i want to do some things besides this too like i don't want to be doing all of the clerical stuff at the computer. yeah exactly exactly yeah. so now it's time for yeah. me to figure out how to outsource that to get an ad salesperson that works on commission and to like utilize resources like that where i can yeah. maybe we can get a record maybe some music or a record label opened you know or something and also like that. also also generate leads mean getting like clients who are good you know reaching out to people to appear on i think that's something yeah. that a lot of people don't understand they they a lot of businesses in general they fail because they it's get a, it oh. in reverse they think i need to do as much myself and at a point where i cannot do enough you know where i'm totally stretched like it doesn't work anywhere i hit the plateau that's where i'm gonna hire someone but no i think the right way to go about it if you want to actually build a big empire is hire someone as soon as you can afford them as soon even if there's less left for you hire someone invest in them 
and hire as many people so that you can focus on getting clients because that's what brings money to every single business is getting clients, getting leads. That's what you should focus on, you know, and outsource as much as possible as soon as possible and make it big. Like that's your, that's what you do. You make it big, everything else outsource it, man. Yeah. Amen. No, definitely. Definitely. I'm definitely looking to hire someone for commission-based ad sales. Um, I do have, I actually have uh, 54 or 55 applications from LinkedIn that I haven't even gone through yet, Um, which is on me. Um, That just fell through the cracks because I, because now I'm, I'm realizing that I'm not ad sales guy. Like I, there are things that I'm good at and there are things that I'm not so good at and the things that I'm not so great at, I need to outsource quickly. Yep. So that I can focus on the things like this, like this, I'm good at, I'm good at conversations. Um, I'm good at doing podcasts and I'm good at um, doing interviews and, and, you know, just kind of coaching this thing along, you know? And also you're going to have more free time, you know? So it's kind of like a self-fulfilling Which would be policy. amazing. I'm going to get a hell of a tan. I'm going to fucking lose 30 pounds. I'm going to find the love of my life. It's going to be hell fantastic. Yeah. Hell I'm going to yeah, eat pancakes dude. on the beach. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Pancakes yeah. on the beach. That's, that's all. a good, that's a good, um, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing ayahuasca trip. No way. In November. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I have my uh, interview because you have to have an interview before they interview you. You know, you go on a Zoom wow. call. Okay. Yeah, to make sure that you are okay mentally, which I um, I hope I'm gonna pass. You know, or I'm good enough. And then if you know, because they ask you, do you take any medication, antidepressants? Do you are you bipolar? You know, do you have anyone in your family who might be? Because those are all risks, right? So yeah, because that pass, shit'll yeah. That that shit'll yeah, dude. And if you pass, then uh, they take you on board and I already applied. So I have my interview in eight days, uh, 15 September. And then in November, I'm going to Peru. Nice. So that's yeah. where it's happening in Peru? Yeah, that's where I'm going to drink it. Wow. And that's South America, right? Yes. Peru's in South America. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Yeah, no, I've heard all about that. Um the girl that I'm dating right now, actually, she wants to do that too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. What's the reason? Like, what's the? What does she want to learn about herself? I don't know. That's, I'm gonna have to ask her. Ask her. I'll have to ask her that. I don't know if I would want to do it at this point. I've tripped and I've like I've done the acid thing and I've done the mushrooms thing and. I don't know if I want to go that route right now in my life. I don't feel like I'm in that kind of headspace. I'm in a different, I'm in more of a left brain kind of area. Hmm. Well, what makes you want to do it? Maybe I just want to know myself better. I don't know. You know, yeah. I've been, I've been tripping on mushrooms now for a while. <laughs> okay. I take them, those Amazons, you know, <laughs> the last time I took them, I was chased by a giant cauliflower. Hello. But, you know, it it helps because you um those Ecuadorians will sneak up on you. You you know uh you know something you get to know something about yourself that you didn't know. And a lot of people learn that they have guilt and 
I don't know. It's you, you, a lot of times you forgive yourself for some things. And I think you, I think that it would be easier for you to let go of that control, you know, of need for having control and that everything depends upon you and to I give it to the that. universe. I, I think it would be, I think it would be great. Shit, maybe it would be great. <laughs> no, they think about it. Um, have you ever had a bad trip? Yes. Yeah, I had a bad trip. And that, and you're okay with that in your life, and you still want to go ahead with this. You can still learn a lot from a bad trip, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Long term, yes. long term, a bad trip can be healthier for you than having a good trip. I learned that there are certain people in my life that I shouldn't be around anymore from a bad yeah. trip mm -hmm. because yeah. I was tripping and I wasn't. I didn't feel like anyone around me was there for me. Yeah, um, that you was know, a psychedelics. Scary. Yeah. Psychedelics are intuition on steroids, basically. Yeah, I do like some psychedelics. Maybe I will look into it. How, what, how much does that, if you don't mind me asking, like how much does that go for? Like, do you have to throw down like a few grand to get to Peru and do the More thing? More like five grand. Five grand? Because I took the two week, yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's like a vacation. So you're, you have a place to stay. But yeah, you have a place to stay, okay. you know, and you and have to. do they to... oversee you? um yeah of course they of watch course. you okay yeah, so they, they, they have they have to watch you those shamans yeah um you get a diet okay. uh, you don't eat meat for two weeks before because you have to prepare you know you have to clean up your body you're probably going to be vomiting a lot i heard um, that i heard you vomit yeah, right away yeah uh, so it's it, it's not fun okay it's not fun but um but it's worth it uh one session with psychedelics is like 30 years of psychotherapy you got to come back on here and tell us about it when, when you do it that, oh yeah i definitely will I def is, and you know that, that bad trip awesome. the bad trip i had i want I, I thought it was going to be a good trip you know i planned on it and i went for a walk around the forest and something told me it's as if the shrooms basically dragged me back into the apartment saying okay Today, it's time for therapy. Like, we're not doing anything else today. And I lay down on my couch and I saw my younger self, like me, maybe a two-year-old girl, come to me, you know, and I told her, look, I forgive you for everything you did. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, you are innocent, whatever the fuck, you know. And I know that I'm going to see her when I die again. Like, she's going to come to me again as I die. Wow. And that happens to a lot of people because when you die you mentally you become a lot younger like two years old that's why you hear a lot of people in when they are dying or right before they call for their mother you know like have you ever walked through the hospital and and, and it's like saw someone dying because a lot of times um, they're like mom mom that's what they're saying i uh i've had instances where uh i had family members in hospice that were mm -hmm. dying in the other room um in the house uh i've heard the wailing of death yeah um i have heard just yeah i've heard it and it's i don't understand it i don't get it it's um i don't yeah it bugs me out even thinking about it now wow right a lot of times there's the word mother involved. You're oh, yeah, like, yeah. your speech is a speech of a 
one year old, maybe two year old. So we 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 go back to when we were that. Yes. Wow. Hmm. That's the near death experience, right? You can get that with DMT as well. So it's almost like all of the all of this shit doesn't even matter in the end. And that's what that's what you get with psychedelics, you know. And you you go you go. Well, it's easier throughout the day with all the shit, all the work, and everything. You know, it's it's easier when you know it doesn't matter. But I'm gonna get it done anyway, and I'm gonna do it good. But when I need my rest, fuck it. Yeah, it's like you said at the beginning of this. Um, it's the universe thing. Yeah. You know, it's um, you can only go so hard, so fast. So we can only we're only in charge of our own destinies to a point. I guess yeah, you're. It's like you're in a movie and you're playing your part. You know, you cannot do another character. That's on them. Yeah, sometimes you got to sleep too, which is important. Yeah, and that. Yep. <laughs> you know, sleep, all that stuff. I love sleep, by the way. Man, I love sleeping too. I <laughs> try to squeeze in like eight oh. hours at least. I like to make it. I like to make it very cold in here. Not cold, cold, but just very chill. Just yeah, like dude. under the blanket. Like yeah. Darkness. Just see you later. See yeah, you later. Man. And during the winter, that's especially that's special during the winter. I miss the winter sometimes. Now I'm in Florida. We don't really have much of a winter. Oh no, you guys don't have winter at all. No, but I grew up uh, near Boston, up north, and. Um, we, I mean, I shoveled snow and shit. You know, we grew, grew up in the snow. Oh, wow. I, I okay. kind of, mi- I kind of miss it. Um, I might. Yeah. Kind of thinking about going back up there someday. We'll, we'll see. Intentional laziness episodes are a lot more fun during winter. Oh yeah, to- mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah, because it's it's much more chill in the in Ooh. the winter. Like everything's yeah. slower. You know, you just kinda, you gotta stay warm. Um. Yeah, and then there's that sound of winter. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when it's yeah. just snowed or when it's yeah. snowing and yeah. it's quiet. Exactly. It's like very, very quiet. It's got the, you get the smell of the snow and like it's just it's calm. It's just this unbelievable calm that comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah, I love it. Man, uh, if it wasn't so expensive to live up there right now, I'd probably move up there. But maybe, maybe soon. We'll see. Maybe soon. Hey, you know. Have you ever been to the United States of America? Oh, yeah. I've been to New York. I've been to Los Angeles and I've been to Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, actually, I was almost. Really? um, Wouldn't necessarily say kidnapped, but. um, (laughs) God. (laughs) I've been to scary places. Vegas is the scariest of all to me. Vegas is a cool ass place. And then how the hell, what what happened? I had my fun. Trust me. Um, I think you might have told me this. I booked, uh, like through booking, I booked my hotel room. It turns out you have, you cannot pay cash. You have to pay with a credit card. I didn't know. I only brought cash. Right. So. As I arrived there, it was like 2 a.m., something like that. So they wouldn't let me in. They wouldn't let me in the room. And I had no credit card because they have to, you know, take your credit card information or whatever. So I walked out of the hotel, right, at 2 a.m. And my dumbass went to North 
Las Vegas. Now, North Las Vegas is a no-no. Right. So immediately, as I, because I travel a lot and I know when things are serious. So I immediately, I had that feeling like this, something just isn't right. Like your intuition is strong. Okay. Yeah. You know, tourists, I have my, I have my big, you know, carry on luggage and I'm carrying it throughout fucking North Las Vegas at 2 AM. Were you alone? Yeah. I'm always alone. How tall are you? I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm five foot seven. You're five, seven. Yep. Skinny blonde chick. Yeah, dude. Fucking North Vegas at 2 a.m. Cash only. Yeah. <laughs> and luggage. Okay. <laughs> maybe, Where's you this know, go? but maybe, maybe, I, maybe some people like wanted to kind of like do something to me, but they were like, mm, this is just too sketchy. Like, no, this is an undercover cop. Like, you know, no one could be that stupid. She's carrying you know? a magnum. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I, I passed a few, um, blocks and i i actually i went to a few motels um and then some people approached me or whatever and then one person approached me for the third time i think and he said look for the third time do you need any help and at that point i'm like yeah i need some fucking help you know like where can i stay and he was like look um, I'm just going to grab my girlfriend. Let's go to this place. I have, you know, there's a, there's a house that my family lives in. There's a fridge and everything. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. You know, then I can, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll follow you. And then as that happens, the owner of the veterans village guys, please donate to veterans village. He came out and he said, ma'am, don't go with him. And I said, okay. And I went to that owner. He like, he went away and he said, come here. I'll, I'll let you stay for a couple of nights, you know? And I don't, I don't even think I paid him any cash or anything. And, and then I asked him, okay, what would happen to me if I, if I went with that guy? Cause he said, he knows him. And he said, you don't want to know, but you wouldn't leave Vegas ever. Oh. And that's how they recruit these street hookers, you know? That's you were basically gonna, like if you let a child go in Vegas, there is a 90% chance and that in the first 48 hours, he or she is gonna be recruited into some street life. Either whether sex that's escorting, prostituting, escort, whatever. Yeah, or yeah. even just the trade. That 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 there's a whole trade. The trade, a yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Carry a weapon. Carry a weapon, yeah. And for you, it was it was an angel on your shoulder. I mean shit. Definitely, yeah. That was the universe. <laughs> how much cash how much cash did you have on you? Just out of curiosity. I didn't have a lot. A couple of grand, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, it's not I mean it's it's not cash, but it's not it's not live or die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's you know, it is what it is. I probably wouldn't yeah. be here if that guy didn't come out of Veterans Village. No, I know for a fact that I wouldn't be here. That's wow. for sure. So the next time I go to Vegas, I'm going to go there and donate like a lot of money. If you're going, I'm going for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll let you know. Okay. But I'll, but, but, but we'll have to like, we won't spend a lot of time together because I don't like spending time with people. 
we can meet okay. for lunch and stuff. Like we can okay. party together, you know, but yeah. mostly I'm just going to be on my own. Just letting you know. That's fair. You do your thing, man. You All do right. your thing. And I, um, <laughs> I always, I get a call every two or three weeks from this travel agency that wants me to come to Vegas. And they're like, Oh, we'll give you this, that, and the other thing. And yeah, man, go. I stayed at the Paris yeah. once. It's really nice. There's oh, a lot nice. of places like on the, on the strip that, that are not that expensive and there are good places to be. Yeah, yeah. For me, I just want to play. I just want to play uh, blackjack and just see some strippers and maybe I don't know. Saying, yeah, actually, you know? I I planned on uh, hiring a fucking uh, male escort. Oh, just like for a, a time like a being, you know. Yeah, why not? You know, as a companionship. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you're paying him, so if you say, "Hey, you know, I that's enough, go away," then you can just give him money and he's gonna go away. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and not yeah, just yeah. to like sleep with him, but like, you know, a companionship, like a really good looking guy, you know, I could probably get someone for free, obviously, but, um, uh, I've thought about I, doing the exact same thing just with a but woman. I yeah. saw one online. He is so hot. I want to have this guy. I swear to God, man. I swear to God. I want to have that guy. You're going to have to make that happen. Yeah, I definitely will. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you play any instruments? None. Uh-uh. No, Do you? no instruments. Yeah, I play guitar. Play guitar. I play bass. I play. Um, I can play the drums a little bit, and I play hand drums like Dijambes. Oh, nice. That's yep. good. Yeah, I can, and I do some recording um, here and there. I'm I'm starting to get back into it. It's pretty cool. I've I got the see bug. those hobbies. That's what you should have the intentional laziness episode on. You know, yeah. take a day off. And do all the hobbies that you want to do. You know, I think I'll that do day. that this weekend. Do it, man. Do it. I'm super encouraging you to do it. I'm going to write a song about your Vegas trip. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put some Wawa in that or something. Gosh. Let me ask you this. Five bands that you like to listen to. Just so we can get to know your music stuff. What's, what's, what are five bands? Salt and Pepper. Get the those? fuck out of here. Really? Salt and pepper, yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Great one. Yeah. I, I like the one. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. It's a mighty mighty good man. But yeah. after 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 that, I don't even I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Uh-uh. No. No? Okay. No. I mean I can give you some singer names or some rappers, but bands, I don't even know. Or bands, yeah, singers, rappers, music. Just anyone you'd like to listen to. So I'm I've... a I'm a big fan of Eminem. Eminem. Mm, Brain yeah. damage. Um I I yeah, Michael Jackson was really good. Tina Turner was good. Actually, listen to some Tina Turner interviews and see the level of calmness in her voice. I think that just listening to really? her is gonna calm you down a lot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, check her out. I mean, check out the interview. Forget the music. Just check out the interview. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, music chills me out. It, it's a whole different vibe. When I play, my energy goes into that guitar and into that music. And I, people have always told me that there's like, it's like this, it's a different me. It's weird. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, it's not business mojo. It's like very in tune very chill very eclectic very like here's all of my energy all right here it's like healing almost 
Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I, I, I'm also like that. I kind of, I have one personalities with different aspects. I'm, you know, because I, as a person, I'm pretty hardcore. Okay, I, I love to. Awesome. I, I train a lot, and my trainings are brutal. They're brutal. Like exercise trainings. Like exercise, like sprinting uphill as much as possible for as long as possible. Like really? Fighting with no gear. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I've I've had actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, but I, I think it's like that also with a lot of good athletes. Like if you look at Mike Tyson, for example, you know that. Yeah. Outside of the gym, those are very calm people, and I'm like that as well. You know. But you get all that out of you by running. <laughs> Um, exactly fighting yeah and going. exactly yeah and you're I focused you on there. that thing you know i used to run four or five miles every three days i used to like nice. I, I gotta get that back into me like i used to lift i still can if i wanted to like i'm a wide dude like i still have my big shoulders i still have my my biceps which is pretty damn cool um, <laughs> oh, there you go yeah and i like i can still <laughs> go over there and throw a baseball or throw a football you know what i mean and i can i can go yeah. i can go do that um but yeah, I, I do miss it. I do miss it. How do you find the time? I I, I take it. You just you just put it in there. If you look for it, it's, it's never gonna be there. I, I have no, you have to take it. Fuck yeah. it. That makes sense. Yeah, you you have to battle it out. You know, you have to negotiate. Right. That makes sense. So how are you like socially? I'm a butterfly. Oh, you are okay. I yeah. can use some of that. I'm pretty good socially. Yeah. If, um, actually down here, I'm so on my own. I say hello to everyone to the point where people probably think I'm pretty fucking weird. (laughs) I think half people think that's weird. And I think half people say hello back. It's like a 50, 50 thing because that's just how society and culture is right now. And for me, I'd rather say hello to someone I'm walking by than be the awkward, weird guy. Because then there's like a negative thing. There's a negative vibe if you do that. Um, but for me, it's, you know, the hardest thing for me right now is to go up to a beautiful woman. It still takes me a minute to like get my bearings together and be like, all right, stop thinking, start doing, go do the damn thing and see what mm. happens. And and yeah, I'm pretty good with that too. Um, you'd be surprised. Uh, my anxiety really is a lot at ease when I'm not doing this stuff you know i'm i'm very chill hmm Hmm. that's interesting see i actually i've never had a problem walking up to a guy and approaching him no no because you probably split them in half nah (laughs) i have this mindset of of like not giving a fuck you know yeah Mm, also it's a numbers game you know like if you even as a woman i think if you if you approach 10 good looking guys, like one of them is going to say yes. You know, are you more inclined to go up to them and approach them and like hit on them? Or, or do you wait for guys to hit on you? Mm, if I really, really like him, I'm going to go and approach. Cause if you just wait, then you don't have, like, if you approach, you have control who you're going to talk to as you just wait and you're passive, then people come to you who like you, but necessarily you don't like them. Right. Sure. So, yeah, Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. And then it becomes an overthinking game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I need to work on social skills, honestly, because like 
some things are i don't know i just i'm I'm not good with people i never really was i'm good at manipulating people though (laughs) all right i'm gonna write that one down just so i remember (laughs) that one manipulation is a strong strong asset um i try not to do that anymore in my life because it's can be so fucking easy um yes exactly yeah yeah, that's the devil yeah that is the devil it also comes back you know karma and shit it does see that exactly yes that's why that's like the wrong road um but for me like um yeah social being social is really important um it is important you live longer if you're social you know those blue zones that they have like blue zones are you know blue zones no no those are places on earth where people on average live a lot longer than the rest of the world and they have they realize they have some commonalities the, the, the common practices that these people do and it's not necessarily you know working out and sleeping well and stuff but i mean that too but also they socialize a lot they eat together you know all right, hold on. Let's, I want to pull this up because this actually is. I now this is blowing my mind. Uh oh. <laughs> and there goes my computer. Can you still see me? Yeah. See, All there right. you go. Live better, live longer. Here we go. Yeah. That's the blue zones. What is? Yeah, blue zones. There you go. See yeah. Costa Rica. Um, I think Sicilia or something like that. Hmm interesting yeah yeah i'll definitely take a look at that um i think everyone else should too i guess i had no idea yeah and they have very common practices a lot of commonalities that you know these Hmm. places all around the world have that people live the longest yeah i mean they say that they say that the um, the average length of, of being alive has gone down. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's just in the U.S. or if that's worldwide, but it's it slowly seem, declining. It doesn't seem like a very good thing, obviously. No, no. And it doesn't. No. It, like you would think at this point in our we're in 2023. Like we should be way ahead of the game. Like we should be making sure like we have a cancer test every year yeah or like checking all the levels of everything every year like not to get too conspiratorial but who does that help like nobody you know i mean out of the corporations who of course sell yeah fuck the corporations that helps me it helps you that helps it's it's not it's not in the best interest of big pharma let's put it that way yeah for you to be healthy and that's that's a good point. And big yeah. pharma, you know, the one point five trillion dollar big big pharma, um, you know, conglomerate, I guess is the word, or just like I don't know what you call it. It's just overkill. Yeah. This is pill nation. It has been for a long time. Yeah, everyone's on something, you know, and and some people have to be, and some people just are, and and they just give you this for that and that for this, and it's like, okay, maybe I should just eat an orange, you know? <laughs> maybe you should take a walk. You maybe know, you just take a walk. Yeah, right. How about take? How about calming the fuck down and take a walk and eat with your family? How about that? How about Instead that? Of taking a pill, huh? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But now yeah. you have to take a pill so you can continue working to make money, you know? Well, you got to take a pill because you got a heartburn. You got a heartburn because you're sitting down too much. You're sitting down yeah. too much because you're overworked. Um, yep. You know, it's like there's a there's an escalation to it, and it's like mm -hmm. you would think at 37 I would have figured that out. And most people are probably in the same boat. I would think other adults too that kind of just fall into their own lives. Yeah. And the quicker um, you realize, the, the the better for you, you know, because some people spend it like till 80. Being, it's almost like uh, kids get it quicker than we do. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And people spend till 80 being in this rat race. And then at 80, you're like, oh, I can finally relax. Yeah, we only got like a couple of years, buddy. You know, you can, you can relax <laughs> for a couple of years. Yeah. And but, even yeah. then you're going to have health problems because you've been sitting all your life. And that know? gets back to the, that gets back to being an entrepreneur and doing something out of the ordinary and doing something you love. It's like, I don't want to have to retire at 75. Exactly. Pray yeah, that I have exactly. enough money for fucking breakfast yeah. and then yeah. and then what what do i do i just die in five years yeah. yeah it's like what did i do in my life you know man we're really we are having dark topics on this episode today it is dark <laughs> but there is hey, some darkness it was, but whether, it was useful where there is darkness there shall be light because there we had go. to get through we had to get through the depths of the darkness to get up to the light and that's where we are at my name is joey b that over there is captain ease yo captain ease where the hell do we find you anyway okay so you can find me on all social platforms uh which means only instagram and facebook <laughs> okay there's probably others i'm gonna expand to others and then youtube uh and i'm gonna help you do that too there you go and then spotify and i decided to grow this fucking podcast now Fuck I've been yeah. doing it, you know, off and on a little bit, but I really like it, so I'm going to do it. You should. It's edgy. It's good material. Uh, the girl brings it. Uh, she really does, and she's going to bring it over to Blind Knowledge. My name is Joey B. That's me. Uh, I kind of run the show over at Blind Knowledge, and I do my show, the Blind Knowledge Podcast. Uh, congratulations to everyone out there who helped me to get to 8,000 downloads. Uh, later on today, actually at 2 p.m., I do have an interview with Dr. Uh, a doctor, I should say, who came up with this really cool technology. Uh, so definitely join us for that. Um, and I think um, I think we have overstayed our welcome. I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm thinking I'm gonna go for a walk. I don't Hell know. Hell yeah, dude! Is that cool? Yeah, do it. All right. Good. Well, I'm gonna take my. <laughs> this is the most mellow music. <laughs> Hey, everybody, we are out of here. Thanks for watching the stream. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. All righty, bye-bye. Well, check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Hey, I'm entitled to see movies that don't suck.
ever tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking of yet. I was not expecting that. After you've scrubbed all the floors in Hyrule, then we can talk about mercy. Take him away. No! We are going to die. <laughs> My ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. It's a jacked-up review show. It's a jacked-up review show. Jacked-up review show. It's a jacked-up review show. Join your host, Cam Sully, each week as he chats with special guests to discuss many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Hi there, my name is Chris. I'm the host of the Cult Film Companion Podcast. We are the home of movies that are off, under, and ahead of the cinematic radar. I'm a firm believer that a cult movie can come from any time period, any director, any movie studio, and covers a wide variety of genres, often within one single movie. It's all about the legacy that these movies have built up over time. Tune into the Cult Film Companion, and remember to keep it cult. But don't drink the Kool-Aid, because it'll make you sick. Or kill you. Take care.